0: Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. discussions and to be honest the take on this one topic comes there's just a whole just group of different thought processes but let's kind of define it this way and the reason this comes up is I have a friend. Who is in a Baptist church who has awakened, so to speak, to the importance of respect, admiration of where the Christian faith came from, and arguably is an extension of, although there's real heated debates over that but what's interesting is um, is this friend of mine that, uh, is reading different things came across different people and there's a ton of different people out there having to do with Jewish Roots He Break Renewal for myself it was Dwight Pryor um, now are there other people? yeah I connected Dwight because Dwight and I came from similar backgrounds. I'll be very honest with you. Brother Dwight and I did. Um, I mean, he was raised Southern Baptist. I was raised Southern Baptist. And he was into philosophy. I was into philosophy. So we, we had a lot of similarities in, from that perspective. So, so let me just say this. If you come to Jewish Roots to Break Renewal from a different source, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And there's not just one source. Um, I am going to say that I try to follow uh, the uh, Jerusalem perspective, which is if you type it in, it's a group in uh, Israel. Uh, Also, uh, and they're not sponsoring this podcast. They don't even know me. All right, so just to let you know that, but. a lot of scholars by the name of Brad Young and uh uh David Biven, uh and of course Dwight Pryor, you know, God rest him, uh, as well as uh, several others. Now the here's the thing. Why is it even important? People just ask me, why? Why? Why what is it? Part of it has to do with the fact that when I discovered the Hebraic roots of the Christian faith, I felt cheated. I felt stone cold cheated by my pastors in the past. Now, why is that? Well, Should I point my finger and say, shame on you? Well, to be honest with you, maybe not. Because they didn't know. Why? Because no one taught them. Why? Because their seminaries totally ignored the information. Now, so, you know, who is it that we're going to lay the blame on? And I'll be honest, you can't. And here's why because it goes back like 1500 years maybe even 2000 arguably so when you got that length of time there's plenty of blame to spread around but here's what I think Uh, to ignore the fact that Christianity came from the roots of Judaism is absolutely just Mental suicide. I mean, you might as well just just stop thinking and and start eating pudding all your life because literally, you're just not thinking anymore. Because, it, but but here's the problem: there are so many groups now that are really into it that they are almost Judaizing themselves. Uh, and so you may be thinking, Ellie, what do you mean by that, Judaism? Well, the proper term, or actually the actual term, for Judaism is not a group that causes another group to uh, turn to Judaism first before they become Christians. All right, It's actually the people themselves that say, I need to be. A Jew before I can be a Christian, and and of course those people don't normally listen to Paul real tight. And if you can believe it, uh, even though Paul is an apostle, they ignore him in some ways. It just blows my ever loving mind when theologians have the absolute freaking audacity to look at Paul's letters and then s- and start saying, "Oh well, I like this, but I don't like this," and start cherry picking his stuff. That just blows my mind. So, let me just tell you, I'm glad they're so blooming confident because when they stand before the Almighty God, He's going to ask them a few questions about that. And I wouldn't want to be there. So here's the thing. The first thing is the connection between Jesus' faith which was Judaism in Christianity has been almost obliterated. Um, Suppressed would be a really slight word to use. Obliterated would be a better use. Now um, there's a lot of reasons for that. However and not a whole lot of them good. And unfortunately, Judaism for years, for centuries, has taken a huge amount of ugly uh, attention from people who are believers, or at least say they're believers. Now again let's, I'm sorry I'm going to bring this back around why you know, okay so Ellie, what, what why does what does this have to do with the price of rice in china here's the thing what Jewish roots what Hebrew Braic renewal however you want to say it what it brought to me was a super appreciation an appreciation for the faith of the God of Israel and his people now do I need to be a Jew, do I need to convert to be part of the covenant no, why because that's what Jesus came to fix now if you belong to Jesus you're part of the covenant but here's the thing he doesn't save people just so let can run freaking crazy. He saves people because he has something for them to do. One thing that I appreciate a lot about that is misunderstood about Judaism is the doing aspect. Is the doing The mitzvah The mitzvot Now what what is it It's a work Wait a minute work What do you mean by work I'm not earning my salvation am I I'm not earning my salvation See we've got this Protestants have this freaking uh, Absolute paranoia About They are so insecure About their salvation In the living God through Jesus literally, they're freaking out when you mention the word works. Yes, Jesus expects you to do something. Wow, what a, what a weird idea. He expects you to do something. And if you belong to him, guess what? You want to. You want to. You want to actively make Jesus happy every day of your life. Whoa! What a thought. Now, here's the kicker. There's a balance, and this is, and, and again, I'm going back to my friend who, who's getting in on board the Jewish roots to break renewal train. All right. So there are groups out there, and they're just foaming at the mouth about it. I mean, they're rabid about the fact that, by cracky, you're going to obey the Jewish law. You're going to celebrate the uh, the Passover. You're going to celebrate all of the festivals. You're going to, to do uh, Shabbat exactly the way, you know, which is the Sabbath, the exactly the way they're doing it. You're going to wear the Tali. You're going to do all this jazz. Well, the kicker is, is they're becoming what, unfortunately, Pharisees were accused of being, which is legalist. These people are actually turning into that. And, oddly enough, the Pharisees weren't really that way in toto. In other words, all of them. If you have a copy of the Everyday Talmud, which I would definitely hope you would get if you can a copy it even has a section in there where they they being Jews uh, criticize their own groups for doing behaviors that are kind of silly okay so here's the thing there are groups that are Christians they say Alright, or they don't use the word Christian, by the way. They they, they think, okay, well that, that was Antioch and it was a pejorative term and all this stuff. And they're right. But here's you know, maybe they call themselves believers, I don't know. But here's the issue. They're believers, but they're like super hyper into the Judaic stuff. Now, is that a problem? No, it's not. If you want to do that, is it a blessing to your life? Absolutely it is. But to get snooty at someone else who doesn't is not in the spirit of Jesus. It's just not. So, so my friend who is getting into that, I would say this. Be careful of groups that are just so full blast into it that all of a sudden they're turning into little hypercritical people, that's not good. Now, um, do we have the freedom to wear a tali, which is the prayer shawl that uh, Jews wear? And yes, there are guidelines on how you wear it. And the tassels on it And all of that fun stuff Um Here's what I'm going to say If you're going to go to the trouble Of where of, Of doing it Do it the way that you would do it Okay If you're not Then okay Um Because What I think is a poke in the eye the living God is he has set up many of these festivals Shavuot and uh, Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah I mean just all of these festivals for specific reasons God didn't just think this jazz up just to well you know man let me think Eh, Jewish people need some stuff to do So, uh, let's give him some festivals. Okay, well, you know, let's spread them out. That's not the living God. He's not doing that. It's object lessons. It's teaching moments. It's to remind the people of elements specific. Each festival has a specific theme that God's trying to impress. So... If you're going to do it, then please do it in a reverent manner. And don't do it flippantly, you know, because I don't think, I mean, because to me, that's just like poking the eye, poking the living God in the eye, and he doesn't like that. So, if, if, so don't do it like a big joke. If you're going to do it, be serious about it. If you're not going to do it, that's fine. And by that, by it, I'm talking about the festivals, the wearing the tali, the, the, and all of that. Okay? Now, what I, what would I encourage someone to do? Do I encourage people to wear the talid do, do the festivals, and so forth? Here's what I'm going to say. Walk with the living God in the revelation that he gives you. And do what you feel would be a blessing to the God God of Israel alright if you're going to bless the God of Israel with you doing wearing the talib saying the prayers that they say um, and so forth doing uh, the Sabbath like it's designed in Judaism if you're going to do that will you get a blessing out of it absolutely you will But, if you choose not to, okay. But if you're going to do it, please do it right. Now, so, so what would I tell this friend of mine? I would say this. Learn as much as you can. And hopefully the learning you do Will bring you into a closer relationship to the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and his son Yeshua HaMashiach. Me not said it. Jesus the Messiah of Nazareth. And learn to appreciate what we have been gifted with. Through Judaism. Do we have to become Jews? No. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, The church has said, Oh, we're spiritual Jews, so we're just equal. Well, what amazes me, what amazes me about that thought process is that, oh, okay, so you're the new Israel. Um... Well, so all these negative things God's talking about in the Old Testament, we're like, that's going to happen to you too. Oh no, no, no! We got Jesus. Jesus took care of all that. Okay, so so what you're telling me is you can do all, you get all the good jazz, but if you act like a like a jerk, nothing happens to you because all you're going to do is let Jesus have all the bad junk because you know he died for that, right? But all the good stuff is yours. Is that what I'm hearing? And most of the people have that freaking attitude, and it's insane. Look, if you're gonna say I'm the new Israel, then you're getting the bad junk too. You're getting all of the curses that go along, you know, in the Old Testament. And, and but people are like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, I got Jesus. Okay, so so here's the thing. Then you need to you need to wake up to the fact that you got a, a different connection to the covenant. And Jesus' expectations are probably (laughs) as uh, binding as anything you'll find in the Old Testament. So, the thing is, you know, for some reason, uh, Christians believe, Oh, well, I can just live the way I want, you know, because Jesus took care of it all. Well, Jesus took you know, what kind of attitude is that? Is that a saved attitude? I don't know about that. Because if, if 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 all you're wanting is blooming fire insurance and you want to live the way you want, that doesn't sound like somebody who's wanting to please Jesus, the son of the living God. That doesn't sound that like that's screwed down too. tight. And then of course they say, Well, are you telling me any darn my salvation? No, I'm not telling you that. Here's what I'm telling you. I'm telling I'm saying this. That if you had a relationship with the living God through Jesus Christ, you want God happy. You want Jesus happy. And Jesus said, if you love me, do my commandments. Well, where are his commandments? Well, if Jesus is the Logos, which is the Word, that means the entire Bible is His. So you're supposed to look at the applicable portions of it and live the way God wants you to live. And if you're not, and you don't care about it, then you need to ask yourself a serious question. Do you really have a relationship with the living God through Jesus? Do you really? Now, am I am I wanting people to get paranoid now? Oh, I don't know if I've, I'm, I'm saved or not. No, that's not what I'm trying to get people to, to think. I am trying to get people to think seriously about the relationship they've got with Jesus. That I am definitely in you know, focusing on. Now, Jewish roots ought to produce fruit. Jewish roots equals fruit. Jewish roots equals fruit. There ought to be something coming out the other side of you. I've been told that one reason Jewish people are not impressed with most church members is because they live like the blooming devil. Because they hear all this stuff about Jesus the Messiah and how, how Jesus changed their life, but when they look at the people, basically these people are giving them hate spitting in their eye and then running people off the booming road and acting like bananas if the living God is with you that relationship should change you should change how you live how you think, what you eat, what you choose, your business everything because Jesus doesn't have just a piece of you Mm mm-mm if you belong to Jesus, he owns the whole you. So you need to ask, is every part of your life, and by the way, I've also heard this in the past, and this was by Baptist preacher, who said, well, you know, people know Jesus as Savior, but they need to know him as Lord. What? 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 <laughs> That's, crazy that's how you that's like buying a car and then having to pay extra for the engine you know i mean well here's your car well it doesn't run well there's no engine in it well why isn't there an engine in my car well you know that's different well what are you talking about the car is supposed to have an engine in it (laughs) well the same thing with salvation listen you don't have a savior if you don't have a lord you don't if you don't have a lord you don't have a savior because he's one and the same and by the way he owns all of you and he's got a plan for you so with that thought in mind again I want to encourage you get into the history the culture the language of the Jewish people learn about Jesus from every aspect I would, you know for me it meant the Jerusalem perspective uh, and uh, jcstudies.com and and I could go on from there but uh, looking at works from Mark Wilson, from Brad Young David Biven uh, you know very, and I mean, the list goes on. And again, nobody's sponsoring this. Nobody's paying me to say any of this. Nobody. So the thing is, is uh, reach out and learn. And learn to appreciate what we have been given through the living God, through Jesus and Judaism, the faith that came with the Jewish people. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.